Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting the ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Today is February 28th, 2022. Last day of February. Man, did this month blow by. Woof. Yeah, yeah I'll tell you what. Well, you know, it blew by because we haven't done podcasts in a while. It's been a couple weeks. Uh, we apologize for that. We had some major disruptions in our life. Uh, health issues and whatnot. But everything's fine now, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. Molly got the Rona. Molly got the Rona, but that wasn't the big one. Uh, other things happened, but yeah, Molly finally got to her. Bam! You got me. I down. know. You were down for a whole day. Oh, a whole day. <laughs> a week. Well, it was other issues. Yeah. But, uh, we're not going to get into that because, you know, HIPAA. <laughs> <laughs> Probably you. you don't want all that out there, do you? I don't know. Um, I don't care. Uh, yeah, we can we can talk about it. Does anybody care? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I had a miscarriage. So. Yeah, it was, it was pretty. Uh, terrible. <laughs> pretty terrible. And uh, yeah, we were looking forward to it. But things happen, you know, it's life. So, Onward and upward. Yeah, it's, been, so. it's pretty, pretty devastating for us. So we just kind of uh, didn't do a whole lot. We just yeah. kind of been... Sitting around and lounging, yeah, napping, lots of naps, lots of mm-hmm. naps, yeah. So there's that. We just want to throw that out there, let you know we're we're still alive and kicking. We're still here for the podcast, man. We're still here for the Bucks, the Bucks fans. So we got this. We got this. <laughs> uh, opening of the thing, you know. I always say every year it's a new year, it's a new team. Man, is that true? Going to be for oh us? Oh my Oof. gosh. Uh, we're going to cover that here in a second. Uh, we got some Bucks news, some news around the league, and all that good stuff. Good podcast, hopefully. A funny thing is, the last podcast we'd done, we had taken a week or two off. It was after the divisional game, and we were just kind of burned out. You know, we just blah. And I've noticed a lot of people are, uh, you know, views on football content, you know, on the, mm-hmm. all the video platforms are like way down. Mm-hmm. It's just like everybody's just kind of, tired but when we did do the podcast last time after we were finished we were like that was really weird we were like out of practice i know i did feel that way felt very strange so hopefully this maybe we should do it again (laughs) yeah we were going to i actually stopped it Uh, we had it up for a couple hours and then i paused it took it down for the platforms but it didn't work they were still up yeah some people were still able to get to them i don't know what that's all about this new Fangled technology mumbo jumbo. But we, I took it down and then I, I talked to Molly the next day and I was like, man, I think we should redo that. That was just absolutely horrible. You know, I went on the rant about the minority hirings and stuff and, you know, we were just out of sync. It, I don't know, things weren't good. Audio has been horrible on these things. Anyhow, we're working on that. But Molly was just like, yeah, just go ahead and put it back up. So I did. Didn't feel like messing with it. Yeah, it didn't feel like messing with it. Yeah. That's the kind of quality you can expect here at Buccaneers and Silver. We don't play around, man. We will give you the best mediocre stuff in the world. <laughs> hey, don't let don't let perfection get in the way of just good enough, right? Yeah, that's right. Yes. So first thing I want to do is fact check and follow up. Speaking of the rant I went on about the minority coaches, I was wrong about my math. The you know, I was talking about, you know, if we're going to do a population stuff, then, you know, the minority ownership, it was the ownership. We haven't, we haven't even reached that level yet, but I was way off in my math. Oh, according, no. Yeah, according to my math now, we should have had it, you know, three or four minority oh, owners at least. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I was way off. Well, yeah. well. Yeah, well, you figure, you know, if. Uh, if you say African Americans are thirteen percent of the population, or twelve percent now, according to the last census that was done, then you know for thirty-two teams, you know there should be two, three, yeah, yeah, two or three black, mm. uh, black owners. Yeah. Well, it'll get there. 
That's going to happen. The um, Denver Broncos are for sale, so. There you go. Maybe a P. Diddy or. I think. Um, Kanye. Yeah, well, I think A.B. like tag Kanye. It was like, hey, Kanye. There you go. Let's go shopping. That'd be awesome. Maybe in Kanye's divorce settlement from Kim. He can get he enough money to buy the Denver Wait, Broncos. Who's going to be paying who in that one? I, don't I know, know. I don't know. It's a good question. Oof, man. Divorce court. Ugh. Ugh. Family yeah. law court. Don't even get started Stay on that, of, Ralph. Yeah. Keep me away from it. <laughs> oh, God. I will definitely go on a rant with that mess. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, so, okay, the big news, if you've been living under a rock or in a cave without any internet access or... Uh, touching anybody that speaks your language, Ali Marpet, our left guard, has retired after seven years. What the? Uh, two things really shocked me about that. One, that he was retiring. Nobody saw that coming. No. Two, I didn't realize he was with us for seven years. I was like, what? It's been Who that long. Who drafted him? Had to have been Lovey. Cutter? Lovey? Hold on. Okay. Back in the day. Yeah, I think him, him and Donovan, Donnie. <clears throat> yeah, were, they were drafted, drafted together. At the same time, yeah. Two peas in a pod. I think it was one of the best decisions ever made was moving Marpet over to left guard. In the 2015 draft. So, I don't know. I can't re- who was our coach then. <laughs> Let me see. To, uh, I have to do math. Now. I know. I wouldn't say like, it's Lovey, but... I don't know. Last year, lovey, maybe. I'm. I have the brain. Fog. I can hear you. Like keys. my. I know my. <laughs> yeah, she's been dealing with oh heavy brain fog. Man. I can't. Like I'm just lack of very energy. Very tired. Yeah, yeah. and uh, just a complete moron. Like bigger than normal. Like my brain is just not working. It was lovey. You were correct, sir. Interesting. So is that the uh, so is Donovan the last relic of the Lovey Smith era? Good question. See, see, we should make it work for you. We should have, uh, yeah, that was the last year of Lovey's tenure, and as far as the drafts. I will look it up right now, but this is this is kind of stuff we should have had prepared beforehand. Yeah. See, we are so out of practice, guys. Yeah, no doubt. It's okay. So that's going to be a huge. I mean, we already had some questions on the offensive line, just with free agency, because we've got Jensen coming up as a free agent, Alex Kappa as a free agent, and uh, Stinney. Aaron Stinney as a free agent. So, mm-hmm. you know, those were three question marks. Are we going to get those people back? And Stinney's a free agent? Yes. Oh, man. Now, see, I was going to say he could replace Marpat at guard. but Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to bring him back. Yeah, we got to bring all three back. Like, we can't turn over a whole offensive line. Yeah, we don't want to do a Lovey Smith thing where you just God. trash the whole offensive line. I know. Which I want to keep them anyway because they're a stud offensive yeah. line. Yeah. Especially Jensen. I really want to keep him. Yeah. No question. As far as the draft, Mike Evans was drafted 2014 under Lovey Smith. Okay. So he's still there. But other than that, yeah, but it's just Donovan Smith. Wow. Huh. The, man, these are some these are some crazy going back through these names. <laughs> Austin Safari and Jenkins, remember? Oh how? yeah. Charles Sims, Kadeem Edwards, Kevin Pamphill, mm-hmm. Robert Heron, Jameis Winston, Donovan Smith, Ali Marpet, Quan Alexander, Kenny Bell, Kalen Clay, and Joey Ayusifa. Okay, so those last three are not in the league, but everyone else is still in the league at least yeah. from that draft class. Yep. So, and you wonder where did this retirement come from? Like, was this... In the works, was it because Tom Brady was leaving? I'm speculating, but I think it's because he's lost a step. I don't think he's playing at the high level he wants to play mm-hmm. at. And uh, he's, he dealt with a lot of injuries the last two mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I was saying it all year. If you go back and watch Tiffy videos, you know, he's he was just making 
he was getting beat a lot, making mistakes. Not not a lot. I mean, he's still a solid offensive lineman. But for him, you know, it was probably the worst year I've seen him have. And I think he's just you know, he wants to go out on top. You know, he got his first Pro Bowl, so mm-hmm. you know, go out as a, remembered as a as a champion, man. Yeah, good for him. I mean, I can't say I disagree. Like too many of these guys, you see, they have they hit their peak and then they play like five years too long, and they end up getting relegated to the second, third string, you yeah. know, and bouncing from team to team, practice yeah. squads, and mm-hmm. then second string, and then and who wants that hurt. for their legacy? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I can't really say that I blame him. I am surprised. It's going to have implications for the cap, of course, because he has restructured the past few years to help us with cap space. Mm. And so I think I want to say it's like seven or eight million in dead cap space this year. And then we have Tom Brady's dead cap space. So Mm -hmm. I'm sure that the front office will finagle something, but I do think we're going to feel it. Yeah. It's uh, it, it it was a shock. I mean, you were in the kitchen and I said, hey. Allie Marpet just retired. You thought I was joking. Like, what? Yeah. We were going to hop on and do a little video, but I was still a mess. You're yeah. lucky if I get showered every day. So Yeah, today's the first day you've been a little bit of energy. <laughs> Up and about. Yeah. So uh, it was not yesterday, but today here we are. Yes, Stenny, I was really hoping – we need to get him back. He could, he could mm-hmm. be a good replacement there. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Get a little yeah. bit of continuity. Yeah. Um, Gosh, man, uh, who, who knows what's going to go on this year? You know, we've lost two big players now, and we've got a lot of guys coming up for free agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's going to want to stay? You know, we're yeah. not that, that big, attractive team now. Mm-hmm. You know, the people are going to want to come for less money or, you know, just want to come because Tom Brady's here or whatever. So, you know, I think we might see quite a few guys leave. Yeah. I can't take this, guys. I can't <laughs> take a rebuild. Stay I for Molly. Oh, my gosh. I just. Uh. But, you know, that's kind of the tenure of a, an elite Super Bowl caliber team. I mean, they don't last long. Like these dynasties, mm-hmm. like the Patriots, um, it doesn't happen a yep. lot. Well, the Patriots had a lot of turnover from year to year, mm-hmm. but they kept core guys. Yeah. Mainly Tom Brady, but yeah, we don't have that. And I had said before we got Tom Brady, I said, we, you know, we were one decent quarterback away from being playoff contenders. You know, and now we got to find that quarterback – and I don't know if we're going to be, you know, it depends on who we'd lose, you know, in this off season. I mean, we might be back to middling oh my gosh. level or even the, the, the horrible rebuild mode. Like you said, Ugh. I mean, we're not quite there yet, but I do have concerns. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the good thing for us is that the division is not that strong. They're right. all kind of in rebuild. Yeah. So we are a little bit of a step ahead and we have some really important pieces and it is going to depend on how much we can keep together. I wouldn't mind seeing some upgrades in places. Um, linebacker core, uh, running back room. If yeah. they'll invest there, I don't know. They're not going to. No. Uh, tight end room now that we have questions with Gronk. Yeah, I mean, he's probably not going to come back. I can't see him coming back. I mean, he's never mm. played for another quarterback other than Tom Brady. Why would he? I, I mean, I, has he even ever caught a pass from another quarterback? He probably has, you know, know. some backups like that Blaine came Gabbert, in. maybe. Yeah, something like that. But <laughs> it's n- not a whole lot of passes, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. I just don't see how he's going to stay. Yeah, and that's going to leave us with Brait and OJ and then... Uh, but I think OJ's a free agent. Really? I think so. I'd be surprised if we kept him then. Oh, yeah, me too. Which, okay. Um, so, it's going to be interesting... 
Yeah, you're correct, man. O.J. Howard is an unrestricted free agent. Mm -hmm. Dang. So (laughs) we're down to Cameron Bray. I know. Now, we got that other guy. The the big guy. He's really big. Darren Fells? Yes. But isn't he practice squad? He won't be now. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He's probably on a one-year deal. We probably signed him into a futures contract. Cody McElroy, we still got him. Okay. Yeah, like we're going to have to upgrade there. Yeah, man. Oof. This is going to be tough. This is going to be an interesting offseason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and to see what BA can pull off with a team yeah. like this. Yeah. We shall see. I, I wonder what happened. I want to know what happened. You know, I, if you if you go back and you watch my video I did on the last drive with the Rams, you know, I, I threw it up there and I did a breakdown of it. And I didn't go real in depth with it, but there were some things there that really bothered me. And a lot of the it was some issues that I've had pretty much all season. You know, I mean, if you've listened to us talk, you know, I kept saying, Man, this team just doesn't seem to be, you know, playing up to their level. There there's something, you know, some issues there. Uh, Levante David, you know, those last two plays where he, it's, it's, it's apparent to me that he quit. Now you could make a case that maybe he was tired. I don't know, but he didn't do anything. I mean, he literally stood there with his hands on his hips and, you know, with, with the way after the, after the game and, you know, you, you with Tom Brady just retiring and then you, you know, there just doesn't seem to be this camaraderie, I guess is the word, mm-hmm. with like the, the team. Fire. Like yeah, no definitely. Fire. Yeah, some, something strange happened. I would, if, if I had to speculate, which that's what we're here for, I would say that the issue with Antonio Brown really kind of tore this team apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Rick Stroud. If it, it, I, I, To this day, I don't know how Buccaneer fans are giving that guy any – any attention other than throwing tomatoes at him. It's it's just, you know, the, these guys will happily torpedo this whole team if they get a chance. Mm-hmm. They're not the good guys. They're not on our side, you know. But, you know, that happened, and it seemed like after that happened, the team was not uh, all together, you know, on the same page. There was a lot of bickering I saw on the field and stuff. But even before that, it seemed like guys weren't playing hard. And we kept saying, you know, maybe they're saving up for the end of the year. Maybe they're saving mm-hmm. up for the end of the year. And I never really saw it. The The Bills game, that was that was pretty good. But, you know, with the Rams game, we lost that game. You know, they didn't beat us. We lost it. We just had so many errors. You know, we just shot ourselves in the foot. And for a team of our caliber with that much talent on there and this great coaching staff and everything to, to to come out and do that, and we still almost won it. That was an amazing thing about it. As much as we screwed up, we still almost won it. You know, and to see Levante David get mad, throw his helmet, uh, and then, you know, basically quit on the last two plays, you know, there's something there. There's some there's some issues that we don't we don't know about. You know, I mean, he's he's a veteran leader on this team. Mm-hmm. And, and he's never been like that. Right. Of all the teams that he's been on, all the really bad Buccaneers teams mm-hmm. he's been on. Yeah. We've never seen that. Never seen that. So, you know, there's some, there was something going on there. We'll, we'll probably never find out what it is because these so-called journalists don't look into stuff like that. Uh, the, the, you know, the game's gone. It's over with. They're all moving on to speculation and draft mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So... Well, there's all this rumor about B.A. and Tom Brady, which everyone's like, yeah, it's B.S. It's not. Well, you know, I mean, it could be true. I don't know. But Maybe. But to me, the problem's not Brady. No. It was not Brady. And, I mean, if anything, I feel like other members of the team – might have said, oh, we got our ring and that's enough mm-hmm. for a career. And you have Brady who has seven and that's not enough. Or, you know, he still wanted an eighth. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, I'm like, 
I could see Tom Brady not being happy with that, with his teammates. Yes. Yes. Right. That's what I'm thinking. You know. But. Um, I mean, they, they did a great job in that game of coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, but, but <clears throat> there was just so many. And it was mainly the defense. You know, guys falling down, guys not making tackles, guys being out of position. You know, just a lot. We did. We made a lot of errors. Now I ain't gonna take anything away from the Rams. They, you know, they played a great game. Uh, they capitalized on our mistakes, but it wasn't like they were beating us. You know, one on one, they were. Basically, we were doing stuff like falling down, and they were getting mm-hmm. twenty yard runs because a guy fell down. So. You know, you see that you got somebody like Tom Brady and he's on one side of the ball and he's seeing that happening constantly on the field. And it had to just drive him crazy. But then the second half, they come out, they start getting these turnovers. And, you know, Brady goes out there, he scores the touchdowns and all that. And then on that last drive, you know, because when I saw it on the film, I was like, what in the world is going on here? You know, and I could imagine just how furious or how perplexed everybody on the sideline was on the offense. You know, Tom Brady and them see, you know, Levante David just standing there mm-hmm. with his hands on his hips while the play's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, you're, you're just like, uh, how do you, how do you come back from that? You know, I mean, how do you, as a championship minded guy, go, you know, yeah, I'm going to continue playing with mm-hmm. this. You know, there, there was, there was an issue there but the, before the play where Levante was standing with his hands on his hips. That, that was the 40-some yard, 44-yard catch by Cooper Cup. Before that, they had gotten 20-some yards. And I had said this on the podcast, that that was the play that disturbed me the most. This was before I got the All-22. It was right after the game. And then Bruce Arians came out. And he said the same thing. And so then when I watched the game film, you saw uh, SMB – Slipped and he fell. He was covering Cooper Cup. Had great coverage on him, and they just fell. I don't know why. Have no idea why. Right as soon as Cooper Cup went to cut, SMB fell down. It looks like their feet got tangled to me. Something like that. It was something yeah. like that, but you couldn't really see. And at that point, uh, the quarterback was already in the process of throwing the ball, so he wasn't throwing the ball because SMB fell down. You know, he wasn't like. At that point, Cooper Cup wasn't open. It was kind of simultaneous. As he threw the ball, SMB fell down. Cooper Cup was wide open, 20 yards down the field. But that one, that, that didn't bother me so much right there. That stuff happens. You know, you, you want to think, that's a really crappy time to fall down, dude. But he caught the ball, and he was 10 yards away from being out of bounds. And we needed to stop them. They had, you know, very – very limited time on the clock. And Levante David and Jamel. Is it Jamel? Was it Jamel or was it Mike Edwards? No, it was Dean. Okay. Uh, Dean and Levante. Oh, that's right. It was Dean. Were on the sideline. Now, Jamel had, he could have gone in and tackled Cooper Cup. But instead, he kind of stood by the sideline, and Cooper Cup was able to get out of bounds. Now, of course, you know, it, to me, it looked like he, you know, his shin was inbounds, but it's neither here nor there. Jamel Dean didn't put forth the effort. You know, he didn't basically fling himself to keep Cooper Cup from going out of bounds. Uh, Edwards came up, he tackled Cooper Cup. Uh, but, you know, he did that kind of twisty tackling, and it, it allowed Cooper Cup to be able to get out of bounds, you know, instead of just like really slamming him and hitting me hard, full blast. And then Dean was standing there. But if you also look, Levante David was coming up from behind. He could have got there, too. But he kind of let up because he thought that Edwards and Dean were going to make the tackle mm-hmm. and keep from out of bounds. So David kind of slowed down a little bit and didn't come in flying in like a missile. And it seemed like after that play, David was just like, oh, screw it. Yeah. You know, if they're not going to try, I'm not going to try. Yeah. And that's, that's just the impression I got as speculation, but it's not speculation that Levante David did stand there with his hands on his hips. And it made it basically 10 on 11 on that 44-yard pass by uh, to Cooper Cup, which put them in field goal range. Now, you know, that's all speculation on my part, but I could see where 
Tom Brady sitting on the sidelines would see that and go, yeah, I am not putting up with this crap. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think there's a lot more to it, too. Like I said, when when Antonio Brown got popped for the the vaccine cards, you know, the the, the whole vaccine stuff was really contentious with a lot of people. There was a lot of people who were very mad at the people that weren't getting vaccine vaccinated. And, you know, there was people like that in the locker room. And I'm sure that when all this came out, they were pissed. They were mad at Antonio Brown. They were mad at Mike Edwards. And, you know, they, they probably wanted them fired, you know, and then, the coach, he came out and he said he was pissed. So he was mad. So I think that really possibly split the locker room and caused a lot of issues. And now here we are, a bunch of people retiring out of the blue. It kind of reminds me of the San Francisco 49ers when they, uh, when Copernic caused all mm-hmm. that mess over there and just everybody just quit. Yeah. Just, boop, we're retiring. Yeah. Wasn't it their whole offensive line retired? No, that was just the Giants. Yeah, that was year. last year, right? Yeah. Uh, but I think it was their defense. San Francisco had a mass retirement, man. Yeah. Everybody just. Oh, well, even the coach, uh, Harwall, was yeah. like, I'm out of here. Yeah, he peaced out. Yeah. What a mess that was. Yeah. And and hopefully that's not the issue here. I hope I, I'm, I'm totally wrong on this, but. Well, we, have an, we had another one announced their Fly in the coop, uh, Carmen Vitale. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. What was the deal with her? Is she going somewhere else, or I don't know. know she didn't say. So she's uh, in the social media department in at the Buccaneers. Uh, she, I think she's a staff writer too. Like she writes a lot of content mm-hmm. and announced after six years, which I had no idea she has been here six years. That's ridiculous. Had no idea. I would have said like three or four, maybe. Yeah, me too. So she's leaving as well. Yeah, the big shakeup going on. Don't know. I don't know. I think people got their rings and they're done. They came here ring chasing. They got it, and yeah, and that sucks. It, that's yeah. that's one of the reasons why I'm a big fan of homegrown teams. You know, kind of like the Green Bay Packers. You know, mm-hmm. you draft your guys. You know, go through free agency. You draft these guys and you you play them. You know, so they feel somewhat of an obligation and loyalty to the team in the in the fan base. More importantly, mm-hmm. I don't I don't like these mercenary headhunters. Uh, yeah, you know, just the feeling that you get. You know, they're just here for the check or the mm-hmm. the ring or whatever. Well, it's a temporary solution, as we're yeah. finding out. Yes, right. <laughs> it hurts. This is what happens. <laughs> we did just pick up Devin White's fifth year option. Okay. So there's a bright spot. It's a bright spot. Silver lining. Silver lining. Yeah. Um. And then they've also announced today the creamsicles, very controversial. Yes. We'll be back in 2023, not 2022. I think it was supposed to be this It was supposed year. to be. Mm-hmm. But they're saying we have supply line issues. So I have no idea what that means. I mean, how, how in the world does that affect uniform chat? I don't know. I guess they're getting their stuff from China or something. I don't know. If they don't have enough. Listen. <laughs> I don't I am my daughter's Girl Scout leader, and Girl Scouts are having issues with the cookies. Like, the baker does not have enough yeah. uh, supplies, and we're having shortages of all these cookies. Yes, it, it's it's going to be – it's going to get a lot worse. I'm not going to get into politics, but oh, yeah. I, you know, I've been involved in geopolitics for about five years, and I've been expecting this for about Two, that whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the last Sunday, a week ago, the largest logistics software company went down and was down. It's been down. I don't, I don't know if they're back up yet or not. Oh. So that means basically everybody, you know, a lot of companies across the nation have not had logistics operations for at least the past week. And we've and got. Here's the problem. It's like what we found with that pipeline that was hacked uh, last year. Mm-hmm. And no one knew how to 
operate it manually right with the issue yeah. all those people in retirement so yeah. people who did logistics before software like they're probably not no in idea. the industry anymore and yeah. you have all these young people like i have a cousin who is actually in logistics mm-hmm. um she's never done it without computers yes and software well that's like that the the naval boat that caught fire in california <laughs> in the docks nobody knew how to push the button yes yeah, so they after the after the investigation, they found out it was a simple matter of pushing one button and nobody knew to do it. The fire suppressant system or something like that. I, I was F. reading the report. Yeah. And they were just talking. They just went down the whole list of how screwed up it was. It was just like a complete failure from top to bottom. And I feel like I feel like we've got a whole I don't, I'm not even going to say just the country. I'm going to say a whole nation of or a whole planet planet of people that really don't know how to do anything yeah you know it, it's like uh you know it's like it's like my son he he doesn't know how to work on a car mow grass nothing he can't even make ramen yes right he doesn't know how, he doesn't know how to operate a microwave and you know uh it's it's just insane now weird it makes me look bad as a father but you know i don't have custody of him so that's my excuse. But, you know, I've tried for years. To, he has no interest. He has no interest in learning how to drive a car. That's amazing to me. He's coming mm-hmm. up this year to get his driver's license. He doesn't want it. He's just like, man, I don't care. That's amazing. Well, it's incredible. I have a relative. It's the same thing. Yeah. He's 18, 19. He rides his bike everywhere. He yeah. took his driving test, failed it one time, and he's just like, eh. Yeah, I it's don't weird. Need it. It's really weird. Yes. This is, I think there's some bad times coming, oh, man. God. <laughs> we have to laugh because it's just, ah. Uh, speaking of uh, Rick Stroud, he had a podcast a couple of days ago. I, I listened to it. I was just felt like torturing myself. Uh-huh. And he was talking, oh, it was about the Tom Brady rift between him and Bruce Aarons. And he was going off about how it's all, you know, bull and these people that are saying this don't know anything. And he was just sitting there going, well, you know, if it would have, if there would have been anything like that, I would have heard about it. <laughs> just so. Just These like, were dude. the same people who had no idea Tom Brady was coming here. <laughs> or that he was like, retired. Or, or, or the, exactly. Or Broke anything. All the national media. Right. How many, what, I'd say probably 80% of the news about the Buccaneers is broken, broken by national media, not local guys. Yeah. Oof, man, easiest job in the world. No, no, that's not true. I think a weatherman would probably be easier than what they do. That's I swear true. to God, I think a weatherman is the easiest job in the world. I'd just walk out there every day and be like, oh, 50% chance of rain. Mm-hmm. Every day. Can't be wrong. You got a 50% chance of being wrong. Even if you're wrong, who cares? Who cares? Nobody cares. <laughs> you still have a job. <laughs> uh, we do this all the time. We'll check the weather. And then it's it's wrong quite a bit but we'll check it and then like you know it'll say like two hours it's going to rain or whatever it doesn't rain in two hours and we recheck it and they've changed it it'll be like Mm -hmm. no we meant two hours from now Mm -hmm. so it was actually four hours from last time we checked it's just like what easiest job on the planet (sighs) i don't know podcaster it's pretty (laughs) hey hey we work hard Um, did you hear Tom Brady is going to produce and star in a new road trip movie? Yes, I did. With um, Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, and Sally Field. And yeah. Rita Moreno. Do you know who she is? No. Okay, me neither. And it, it's supposed to be based on a real life story, right? Yeah, about some Brady fans, I guess. It's going to be 80 for Brady is the title. So all so, these rumors that he was going to go to San Francisco or wherever, he's not. Well, I mean, he still might. You Who shut knows? your mouth. <laughs> Who knows how long it would take to shoot that movie? I mean, is he going to, I don't think he's going to be like a star in it. It'll probably have like some cameos or something. It says we'll produce and star in. Well, he might be in it. I just can't see him being a lead. You don't know. He's not an actor. That'll be horrible. He was, he's got, he's had so many cameos. What about that movie, that Paul Rudd show that we saw with the clones? Oh, yeah. Uh, something myself. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. Well, you know, have you, we haven't even watched that 
man in the arena yet. How horrible are we? Okay, this is why. That dude is awkward in person. It is hard for me to watch him. Like, I love him. I think he's the goat. There's something off about him. Like, if you told me he's a lizard person, I would not be surprised. (laughs) I'd be like, okay, He's like prime candidate, right? Aren't the lizard people the ones that control the world or whatever? 100%. I don't know. He's... I'm sure he's a great, delightful person. He's just very weird to me. Yeah, he's very – something just doesn't seem right. You know, like he's socially awkward just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, But you still got to respect him because he's the goat, you know. And apparently a really nice guy, like super nice guy. Everybody mm-hmm. loves him. So right. I don't know. Or are they just saying that because he's the goat? I yeah. wouldn't say that because he's the goat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, the last time we wore throwback jerseys, throwback uniforms, it was 2012. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Remember uh, the game against the Green Bay Packers and Josh Freeman? Was that his first start? Mm-hmm. That, was, that was your first year of mm-hmm. watching the Buccaneers. So that was 2009, 2010? 2009. 2009. Yeah. And man, that was a great game. He came out there. Josh Freeman lit He's up the. It. Yes, and it looked so good in those creamsicle mm-hmm. uniforms. Now I'm not a big fan of them, uh, but you know I, I do want to see them every now and then. Mm-hmm. It just because of that game, really. That was such a an awesome game, and it made me have a lot of respect for those uniforms. You know, mm-hmm. it's association. Yeah, I guess it was fun. It was a good game. It'll be interesting to see them in the in the orange again. Now I wonder if they'll ever do throwback jerseys to the alarm clock number jerseys. Oh God, I hope no. I think <laughs> fans would not. revolt. Yeah. They should die in a fire. Um, <laughs> I've always wanted a Ronde creamsicle jersey. Yes, and they're very hard to find. Yeah. <sighs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have been selected to play in Munich, Germany. Ugh, I hate those season. games. I know. I know we have a lot of German fans, and we love you guys. Uh, but the I we just historically do not do well traveling like that. Yeah. Ugh, God, I hate those games so much. Well, that 2011 game in London really ruined it for me. I'm like, man, I don't ever want to go overseas again and play. I don't understand what they're doing with that. You know, for one, it's the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. National. Football League, not mm-hmm. the IFL, International Football League. It's the National Football mm-hmm. League. And it just seems to me like they're just kind of being too greedy with stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they got all this gambling stuff going on. I'm not a big fan of that. Now we're spreading out, trying to go into Europe. I just, I don't know. I think they're they're trying too much. I, yeah. I guess. I mean. And the players don't like it, right? I don't, I don't know. I think they get, I like, I think they get a trip to Europe, which they like. Like they can't do that. Any other time. I mean, they could. Uh, but, you know, it, it's horrible for us fans. Got to get up all early in the morning. <laughs> Poor Ralph has to start drinking at 9 a.m. It's just terrible. <laughs> he has a really hard time staying be, up I'll, for I'll the be, 4 o'clock games by I'll that point. Drunk by breakfast. We'll do mimosas. Yeah. That's the morning drink, right? Yeah. Or I'll, I'll take a screwdriver. Yeah. I can't drink wine. We don't know. Drink. We don't know who we're playing yet or when we're playing. We just well, know. it's rumors that it's the Chiefs. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Which, that would be fine with me. Because here's another thing with it is it feels like only the crappy teams get sent over there. Mm, yeah. And I feel like, really, are we getting put in that bucket again? Right. Like, give us a chance, guys. But <laughs> they do that as punishment yeah, for us? Because it's, it's Atlanta, it's Jacksonville, um, the Raiders are in that club. You know, well, the Raiders ain't that bad, are they? No, but they do get the international games. And yeah. it's just like, oh, why? Stop it. At least when we had Tom Brady, we were insulated from that crap. Mm-hmm. Detroit gets sent over there. Yeah, Jacksonville yeah. goes every year, right? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so at least with the Chiefs going over there, it's like, oh, okay, maybe it's throw us a bone. Yeah. Does not feel like we're the redheaded stepchildren. Now, this is the first time the NFL's played in Germany, right? Correct, I think so. Hmm. The Germans don't like Americans. 
if you, yeah, if you look at the polls, the you know, like polling, they ask, mm-hmm. they're they're not real fans of us. They actually like Russia more than they like us. Mm-hmm. You know, like the general population. Mm-hmm. Quite a few European countries that just don't like America a whole lot. Uh, you know, hey, well, with Germany, you can kind of understand because we did kick their butts twice and two <laughs> Stop wars. it. We have German listeners. Well, they know. (laughs) (laughs) We love you guys. My family's German. Yes. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I just I hate those international. I don't care where it is. I hate it. Yes, I'm with you. Yeah, even when it was in Mexico. Yeah, I know. I don't want to do those either. Especially because I'm like, all the players are going to come hungover. Well, it's probably the same in Germany too (laughs) and England. What is? Ugh. They just go party. Yeah. I mean, and then how's that going to work with all the COVID restrictions? Because they're stricter there than they are here, although it's loosening up. So I don't I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I have no idea what their restrictions are like over there. Uh, man. Oh, well. Just another thing to bitch and complain, complain about. about yeah. I know. It, well, is the sport supposed to be fun? <laughs> it was, I don't what know. happened? Not right now. <laughs> Like, I'm just depressed about it. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie. This year started off, I woke up January 1st to bad news, and it's just been crap since then. Yep. We had a brief, brief few days that were good there. Mm-hmm. And then it's just been, this has been a crappy year so far. It looks like things are just getting worse if you watch <laughs> the news. We're going to be in a nuclear war here a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> You're such a downer anyway. And then <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm all rainbows and sunshine. Come on now. <laughs> Mr. Optimism over here. Uh, Lordy, help me. Oh, here's some good news for you. Okay. Uh, Ryan Griffin got married. Oh. He married Marissa mm-hmm. today. Oh, I did see that. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I saw that and I'm going to be honest. I thought it was. Our punter. <laughs> <laughs> I even, that's what I'm saying. I'm an idiot wow, these yeah. days. Like, my brain is just not. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh, okay. Oh, look, our punter got oh, married. Our... <laughs> <laughs> you, you. I, I had to talk her oh, into doing this podcast at that Wow. Moment, yeah. I was like, man, I even it's been- took a nap. I'm like the mm. best I've been all day right now. Oof. Okay. Now some bad news. Oh no. David Joseph, his son, died. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. That was sad. 18 years old. Yeah, he was a uh, senior at Wharton High School in Tampa. Yeah, if you're not familiar, David Joseph used to be an offensive lineman for us. Uh, Back when guy. our offensive line was good. Yeah. Years yeah. ago. Yep. That Lovey Smith blew up. Just blew line. up, came in first fired day, everybody. fired the whole offensive line, except the worst one, Dotson, Jamar or- Dotson, oh, okay. who wasn't right. even a starter. Yeah, he, he was, was a backup. Yeah, got rid of everybody on the offense. I've never seen anything like that. And it, you know, the weirdest thing to me is how nobody really just even flinched. The media didn't make a deal. Loved Lovey. Oh yeah. Reason we got him. Yeah. This is why all you people. Lobbying for Deshaun Watson, you can't be trusted because you're the reason we got Lovey Smith. Stop it! Don't trust you. Now you know I'm. I don't. I don't know enough about Deshaun Watson. I'd have to watch him on film. Okay. But you know he he does seem to be just you know from the games I watch and limited memory I have of him. You know he's he's quick to run out of the pocket. He's you know uh, he's a running quarterback with a. Gun for an absolute cannon for an arm that mm-hmm. makes questionable off the field decisions. Like where have we seen this before? Right. Yeah. Right. It does seem just like Jameis. Mm-hmm. And you got to remember when he was racking up all those stats in Houston, he had DeAndre Hopkins there. You know, Mister Surehands. Mm-hmm. And you know these running quarterbacks, they characteristically do do very well their first few years because mm-hmm. no one has film on them right. and they haven't gotten hurt yet. Right. Yeah. That's the big thing. Young mm-hmm. legs. Right. Uh, Deshaun Watson is coming off of an injury and we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the league does have film on him. So yes. I just don't, 
Y'all are never going to convince me. Don't at me with the stats. I don't care. <laughs> you, you were fighting with people a lot about that. No, I actually just dropped it and then uh, left. I never responded to anybody. If I could, if I could pick, and you asked me this right after Brady got retired. He got retired. Who I would like to have as quarterback. If I could have anybody in the league besides Aaron Rodgers. I would probably have to say Derek Carr. I just really like his style and I like his attitude. I mean, it's the attitude. I, I love that attitude. Because when we watched him early in 2020, when there were no fans on the stands, you could hear everything on the field. Oh, yeah. You could hear him trash talking. And he was awesome, man. Defense, and he was hysterical. And he, I mean, he was, uh, he was like in your – he was more aggressive than they were, you know, mm-hmm. talking about fighting them and you know, just, I see you. Bring it. Come on. Mm-hmm. This is like while he's standing at the line ready for the snap. And I like that. I like that type of attitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know who else I wouldn't mind having is uh, – That can't be right. The suspense is killing me. Who is it? Uh, I was going to say Zach Wilson from the Jets. Uh-huh. They really impressed me when we played them this year. Mm-hmm. Watching them on film, they were really good. I mean, that's a that's a I think that's a team you need to watch out for next year. And uh, he impressed me a little bit. Wouldn't um, be too bad. I would take Russell Wilson yeah, if you if we can't bad. have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I would take Russell Wilson. Here's why. He is the running quarterback, mm-hmm. um, but he has the longevity. I mean, most of the running quarterbacks don't last for five years. He's been in the league eight. Um, and I think he's gotten more judicious with it as mm-hmm. he's been in the league. So I would take Russell Wilson. Yeah, I don't know. Just not a fan of Russell Wilson. I never really like. I mean, just he just really hasn't impressed me a whole lot. But that's why they make Cadillacs and Fords. <laughs> um, if I can have my pick, though, it would be Aaron Rodgers for sure. I, you know, I'd have to go with that too. Yeah. Of course, I wouldn't mind having uh, Matthew Stafford either. But he ain't going nowhere. Forget him. Hate him forever. <laughs> I've always liked Matthew Stafford. Except last year. He sucked. He's horrible. Horrible, mm-hmm. evil person. Puppy kicker. Yeah. But, well, you saw with that photographer that fell. Oh, my God, yes. His spine, and his drunk ass just walked away. Did not help her at all. He stared right at her, watched her fall, and then turned to his wife and said, here, you help her. And he walked away. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God, what a ruthless dude. Well, And then he he donated a bunch of money out of guilt to our GoFundMe. And then people dug up her tweets from 10 years ago and found out she's a racist. Oh, my God. So then he had to apologize for that. Wait. Hold on, he had to apologize for donating money to yeah. him. Yeah. Are you serious? So apo- well, you know what? I don't know if he did. Pat Mac- McAfee did. Pat McAfee apologized. He, he apologized for donating money? Mm-hmm. To her GoFundMe. Okay, that's all confusing. I know. <clears throat> um, I think that Matt Stafford did too. I don't know. So, anyway. Uh, also, apparently, Carson Wentz. The Colts are trying to get rid of him because he's got yeah. a bad attitude. Right. Uh, no, thank you. Do you want that here? Absolutely no. not. No. No. I do not like him. I did not and like he, him at Philly. No, didn't. And he's coming he's too off much of injury, a tr- too. Yeah, he's too much of a try-hard, man. Yeah. And kind of, I, I feel like he's kind of pissy. Jimmy Garoppolo, you don't like him. Ugh, no. Please, no. What about Tyrod Taylor? No. No? Like, there's, like, three quarterbacks I'd be fine with. The yeah. rest of them, I'm just like. <laughs> very like, very short list. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'd just rather stick with Trask. Like, what the hell did we draft him for? True enough, man. You know. You know? You spend a number two pick. See what we got there. 
Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got damn near 20 running or quarterback coaches in that room. I know. I think everybody on our Brady offensive staff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone but Gabbert. Like, please not Gabbert. <laughs> you just hate Gabbert. What's he done? I know. I know. I'm with you. I'm with you. I agree. I mean, even when we put him in, when we were up by like 40 points, like three times this year, he was still coming away with negative yardage. <laughs> You're like, huh. What about Ryan Griffin, though? No. No? I don't know. Practice squad, practice squad quarterback. Yeah. No. Man. Yeah, it's going to be a weird year, weird off season. I'm just not excited about any of it. I'm, yeah, but you know, the closer it gets, the more excited you get. You start yeah, seeing we're the hope. Still a little like burnout. Yeah. There's a lot of questions. Yeah, so we've got. We don't know what we're doing at quarterback. Our running back, or running back two spots. We don't know what we're doing. Uh, wide receiver two, we don't know what's going on there. Godwin or anybody else behind him. Uh, we got Evans. Uh, tight end, tight end two, tight end one, tight end two, both unrestricted free agents. Oh, my God. Left tackle, we've got him. Uh, left guard, retired. Center, undrafted free agent. Right guard, undrafted free agent. Unrestricted. Right? Unrestricted. Unrestricted. I what am I saying? Un- I keep saying undrafted. I know. I thought it too earlier. I was unrestricted. looking at the list. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to say free agent. Okay. Uh, right tackle, he's locked in. Uh, mm-hmm. Defensive end, or both of our outside linebackers, right, are free agents. No, Shaq isn't. Shaq's under contract, right? Is he? Yeah, that's right, because we gave Godwin not, yeah. the franchise last year. him a big fat contract. Okay. Yeah. Uh, JPP, though, he's... Right, but we got Tryon, so... Mm. But, I mean, I wouldn't... uh, There's still a possibility that JPP could come back. Right. If he heals up... Yeah. Can't get much better than JPP. I know. Uh, If for nothing else, it's just locker room. Yeah. I agree. (laughs) Then you got... Both of of our inside linebackers, they're good for another year, two years. Uh, Cornerbacks, we got some... Free agents there, safety, free agent, Whitehead, right? Mm-hmm. These are our starters. I know. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 positions out of 22 to fill. Oof. Well, that just depressed me. Yeah. Every year, it's a new team. <laughs> Man. Yeah, we. Mm-hmm. We're not doing a very happy, Mm-mm. happy podcast here. There's no hope. Happy. <laughs> Man, you know. Oh, well, yeah. Always, always something coming mm-hmm. around the corner. Always something. You never know. We might land a big one. Might get Aaron Rodgers. You never know. Well, and our front office is so good. They are. They're really mm-hmm. going to surprise us, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think there's something to be said. So we were very excited last year about bringing all 22 starters back. But we didn't upgrade anywhere. Right. And it was clear that there was some drop-off in certain positions mm-hmm. from the year prior, whether it's from injury or whatever else. I mean, but, I mean, we could upgrade in places. so Or at least not downgrade. <laughs> <laughs> It could maybe just not get worse. Yeah. Well, maybe quarterback, it's better. definitely going to go down. Oh, no. Can't, can't nobody beat the goat, man. Mm-mm. Could you imagine if he goes somewhere like New Orleans or something Shut like that? Shut your where, mouth. Where we have to hate him. Be like, Brady, why would you do that? Shush. We were able to like you for two years. Why are you saying that? I bought your jersey. Don't even put that out there. I've got, I've got a plaque over here <laughs> of you. Don't you. Don't make me have to throw it away. <laughs> oh my goodness uh, do we got any news around the league we haven't touched have on anything not else paid attention to anything i think the saints are like finally under the cap what they were like 80 million over the cap or something <laughs> they keep re- there's no way people i don't know they're bringing like their whole staff back minus sean payton, sean payton. <clears throat> I heard 
him and Brady were being courted for uh, the the booth to do some broadcasting, Amazon I, or. Okay, I don't know about Sean Payton. That is a mistake with Brady. <laughs> He's just so awkward. He's so <laughs> like he went on that Peyton Manning show. Yeah, yeah. Um, their commentary, and they just had a weird back and forth. It was. Yeah. What about Peyton Manning? Is he going to be the new NFL commissioner? He should be. Or is he? Yeah, I know. I would love that. Yeah, I would too. Anybody but this doofus we got in there. Oh my God, he's such an idiot. Uh, I would love a football person. Like, what is Roger Goodell? I know. Who is he? I I want to say he came from our front office, but. But. Peyton, let me see. He he signed up to do that ESPN game stuff again. That was fun. I enjoyed that. Uh, watching him watch the game with uh, Eli. Mm-hmm. They had some really good moments. <clears throat> but he, I can't see him. I mean, he's not staying away from football. But he's going to get into coaching or ownership or something. But a lot of people were saying after he gave the speech in the, was it the Hall of Fame? wasn't too long ago, a few weeks ago, uh, like the introduction to the Hall of Fame stuff. Uh, everybody was just like, whoa, he's gunning for to be the next commissioner. I the way he would. was talking about, you know, the future of the NFL oh, and all that stuff. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I would love that. Yeah, I think he should. Um, It'll be interesting. He, Goodell was... President of the AFC, uh, assistant to the president of the AFC in 1987. And then he was appointed NFL's executive vice president and chief operating officer. So he's been been an administrative guy his whole life. Yeah. I mean, what do you got before? Um, In 1982, he started as an administrative intern in the league office. Good Lord, he's been in the under Pete Rizal, commissioner. He, he's been working in the front in the NFL headquarters for forty years. Mm-hmm. Gee, yeah. What did he do before that? I mean, did he? How old is he? He was born in fifty nine, so he's sixty three. So he was almost thirty when he mm-hmm. started working in the NFL front office. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Career bureaucrat. Yuck. No, he was 20. Man, I, I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think he was 23. He was 23 in 1980. Yeah, we'll fact check, follow that one up. Because I, I, I want to know. I, I, that's interesting. Never really even thought about it. Yeah. All of, you know, Tackley was cool. I liked him. And then Goodell comes in, and it just seems like he's just been crap. Nobody likes him. I don't understand why. He's <sighs> another one of those people. He's very off-putting. Yes. Yeah. And he just, I don't his, know, his dad was there. a senator. Oh, good Lord. Can we throw him out a window or something? <laughs> 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 oh, my he, God. Um, he played high school. Uh, football, basketball, and baseball, but then injuries kept him from playing college football. Hmm. Wow. And he has a degree in economics. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh. That's <laughs> right up there with astrology. I know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, no, that explains a lot. The son of a politician, mm-hmm. economics degree. Mm-hmm. Eesh. Never worked a day in his life. Front office administrative bureaucrat. Correct. That explains a lot. Mm-hmm. It really does. Where'd he go to college? I just closed that. Uh, Washington and Jefferson College in Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's not an Ivy League guy. No. No. I don't know. Is that an Ivy League college? I have no idea. I've never heard of it. <laughs> I've never heard of it either. But then again, I'd never heard of lizard people until a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they're controlling the world. 
Oh, my gosh. All right. Let's wrap okay. this up, man. Okay. Uh, cool. Guys, we're going to be back on a more consistent basis here. Soon. Uh, well, I was just looking at all the deadlines coming up. I haven't gone through the calendar quite yet, but um, upcoming deadlines. So March 1st, tomorrow through the 7th, we have the Combine. And which that was the whole thing. The players did not want to be in a bubble. That's right. We're talking yeah. about boycotting. We're going to boycott it. And uh, then the NFL caved. So mm-hmm. good for them. Yeah, they didn't have the combine last year. Remember? Oh, I think it's two years in I a row. I just don't care about the combine. So not even a blip on my radar. Do they have it any year? I don't know. <laughs> uh, March eighth is the franchise and transition tag deadline. And then the 14th through 16th is the legal tampering period. And then free agency starts at 4 o'clock on March 16th. And um, the trading period also starts at that time. Hmm. So Wonderful just a couple more weeks, anybody? guys. Wonderful franchise, anybody? Uh, I think the only person that, well, I don't know. Is there a possibility we do it again to Chris Godwin? Like, that would piss him off. Would it? I don't know. I think you want want a contract. Not a one-year thing. Yeah, Um, because he's going to be asking for big money, too. Yeah, I mean, we could do it to somebody else, like in the secondary. Is there anybody worth it back there? I mean, you got to pay big money when you franchise, guys. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll have to think about that. So tomorrow is the start of the combine. Mm-hmm. And then when did you say the franchise thing was the 8th? Mm-hmm. That's the end of the franchise tag eligibility? Yes, March 8th. Okay, so so we'll know something by March 7th or 8th. Mm-hmm. Usually everybody waits till the last minute. Yeah, so we should have another podcast in a week. Are, are we going to? Well, we might have one before then, but we'll see. We'll see. We got to get back in the groove of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And plus, you know, there's not a whole lot going on in this time of the year, anyhow. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, we we appreciate you sticking there, and hanging in there with us. We know y'all are the hardcore Buccaneer fans. That's who we cater to. You guys don't play around. We love it. We're not. Love it. Yes. You know, I want to do a survey and find out how many new fans the Buccaneers got in the past couple of years. I'd like oh. to. I'd like to ask people in a forum or somewhere. You know. Mm-hmm. How long you've been a Buccaneer fan? Just see, you know, just see. I, you know, I think we we increased our fan base quite quite a bit mm-hmm. the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I hope it stays that way. Yes, yeah, it'd, it'd be nice for us to people. continue. You know, like I said, you know, before we got Tom Brady, I said we were just one good quarterback away. And you know, I loved Jameis Winston. Anybody that listened to these podcasts, we were the hardcore Jameis Winston supporters, and. uh you know, he just didn't. He just couldn't get over that hump. Uh, you know, if we can get a quarterback that's decent, you know, basically makes good decisions, we still got playoff shots. And again, it depends on how many guys we bring back. To. Mm-hmm. But still, we got our core. You know, we got Shaq, we got Vita, we've got Devin, we got Levante, Winfield, Tristan Wirfs, Donovan, Smith. Uh, you know, I mean, we've we got Mike Evans. I mean, that, just those eight guys right there. You know that that that's a that's a great team. Well, and you got to figure also the league lost Tom Brady, like not just the Buccaneers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with the loss of Tom Brady, there is a huge drop off in quarterback talent. Yeah. I mean, I would argue like Aaron Rodgers is still up there, but I think other than that, I don't know how many elite quarterbacks there really are in the league and i mean in the past few years the nfl has lost a lot of the older mm-hmm. generation it's kind of a newer generation i don't feel like anyone has come up yet to kind of fill that void mm-hmm. you know there there's some that are the jury's out right uh, pat mahomes maybe yes yeah, so um, it'll be interesting to see with pat mahomes if he you know if he learns to be more of a pocket passer not mm-hmm. as much of a scrambler because I'm of the opinion with you. You know, I mean, these guys, they're, they're usually great for the first you know few years and everything, but then you know, as age gets to them and injuries and stuff like that, they're just not as effective. Mm-hmm. And when they've relied on that athleticism their whole life, when that goes away, they just seem to just kind of fall apart. And, 
I think there's something to be said for being a young NFL player. I mean, they're fast. Yeah. They're fast. When they're they can young. take a lot of punishment. Yeah. But, I mean, that catches up with you and you mm-hmm. slow down. Real quick, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one, just a few years. One little injury. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you're hobbling around. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. Uh, I hope we get somebody that's, you know, I, I prefer a pocket passer myself. You know, level-headed, calm, cool, collected. Not quite Mike Glennon level-headed, <laughs> but you know, we're not going to get another Tom Brady. But I hope we don't get the Mike Glennon level. You know, would you, you know, he was one of the most level-headed quarterbacks I ever saw. Nothing ever faced him. But, damn, he would throw the ball away every every other pass. You know, he was like, eh, nobody's open. I'm throwing it away. Yeah. And he would get sacked constantly because he'd hold the ball forever. And he wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't just like throw it to not get sacked. And he was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, there's somebody coming. I'm just gonna curl up in a ball here." So hopefully, we won't <laughs> go through that again. It's been a long time, man. We've had a lot oh, of crappy quarterbacks. God. The list. <laughs> the list. Ralph, just since you and I have been together, I know. I mean, it's yeah. a long list. I thought Josh Freeman was the one, man. Mm. He was, he was on fire for a the year and a half. First time. My heart got broken in the NFL. That'll teach you. I know. <laughs> All right, guys. That's going to wrap it up for us. Till next time. Go Bucks.